Welcome to episode 400 of Stolen Droids Podcast. We had all sorts of epic awesomeness planned, but the insurance company wouldn't allow most of it, and what they would, we couldn't afford. So instead, we've got a few special guests to help mark the occasion. So sit back and enjoy as a bunch of Disney nerds talk about Bob Iger stepping down as CEO of the Walt Disney Company, what he did right, what he didn't, and what the future holds. And remember that you can hear plenty of other great shows just like Stolen Droids Podcast over at KryptonRadio.com. Now let's do this. This is Stolen Droids Podcast. I'm Jake. I'm Colin. <laughs> Zach, I'm, Zach? I'm special... I didn't know what order we're going in. It's usually alphabetical. Listen. I always go last. <laughs> all right. All right. I always go last. Because we're going to do go, this again. I'm Jack is I'm always. And I'm last. Remember? That's yeah. the joke. All I, right. Have you never been on this show before, oh Colin? Oh, my gosh. All right. We're going to try this again. I presume and just introduce myself. Oh, fine. This is Stolen Droids Podcast. I'm Jake. I'm Colin. Special guest, Tracy. And I'm last. See, that's how it goes, Colin. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Gosh, Tracy, darn it. we are so glad to have you, Tracy, of course, I'm for so movies excited. that make us. Long time listener, first time panelist. Oh, shucks. <laughs> Tracy and I get to work together on movies that make us, and yep. I enjoy it so much that I brought him on Aww. our show here today. Sending you emoji hearts. Oh. Sending Love you an eggplant emoji. He's a really nice, warm, and cuddly. <laughs> Really? We're not even like two minutes in. You're just going to go for it tonight. All right. Big news dropped today as we're recording it. We knew this was coming, though. Right. I mean, we knew Bob Iger was going to step down, but he has stepped down as CEO of the Disney company, the Walt Disney Company, just in case there was another Disney company out there, I guess. Which one are you talking about? Is yeah. this pizza by Alfredo or Alfredo's Pizza? Yeah, exactly. It's DiGiorno. Um, which... Which is a bittersweet thing. I think now we can look back on – I mean it's sad because we're going to miss him because he's done I think a great job with he's Disney. He's been a fantastic uh, CEO. But now yes. we can look back on all of the great things that he's done, which is a lot. He, mm -hmm. he took over Disney in 2005. Uh, Michael Eisner was the CEO at that time. Uncle Mike. Who, up Uncle until Mike. that point was the worst CEO of that company's That's history. That's not true. The guy really? right before him. Yeah, the guy right before I him. I don't know. I I mean, it's it's all it's all opinion based. Yeah. So, but, but I have I have I have some feelings about uh, Mike Eisner. I I don't I don't put him so much in the villain category. I think he definitely oh, made time. some mistakes. But uh, I I also think he he did some good things. But we're not talking about he, he, yeah <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But he he Bob Iger took over for Michael Eisner at a time when Disney was really trying to figure out who they were. Right again again mm -hmm. and boy did he really established a strong vision of who they were and what they were going to, going to do going forward. He took over in 2005. Where did he come from? What was he before CEO? Um, I, I don't know, but it was within Disney. He was a company guy. He, yeah, yeah, like yeah, his yeah. career most, was with I, Disney. Most, most of the time they, they do that. I well, mean, Michael Eisner was Except for Mike Eisner. Yeah. He came from Paramount? Yeah, he came from Paramount, and that was kind of the big big thing. Did he? And that was one of the questions that people had. Did he understand the culture? And toward the end, a lot of people didn't feel like he did. But Bob Iger did he served as president of abc television from 94 okay. to 95 and then the president coo of abc um until disney acquired them in 96 okay uh he was named president coo of disney in 2000 and later succeeded michael eisner as ceo in 2005 so so television there for quite a is, while yeah. mm -hmm. so 
let's talk about some of the things that that he did. I mean, 2005 to 2020 is going or 2020. Nobody says 2020. Who says that? <laughs> but it's going to go down as a, I think, one of the golden ages of of Disney as yep. far as from a stockholder standpoint, mm-hmm. as far as from a fan standpoint. Yes. Yep. Um, I think almost anybody involved with Disney in some way is pleased with where the company is. Right, right now. Yeah. Um, they acquired Pixar in 2006 for $7.4 billion. Marvel Entertainment in 2009 for $4 billion. Which, hold on. Is a steal. A steal. <laughs> yeah. If you think about it. <laughs> like, But at the time, they only had like three movies under their belts. and Yeah. No, it was. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think. What year was that? Sorry. Tell me again. Uh, Two... 2009. Okay. So yeah. in 2009, they had Iron Man. Incredible Hulk. Incredible Hulk and maybe Iron Man 2. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. And they might have been in production at that yeah. point. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and I know Captain America and Thor Thor both came out under Paramount. Paramount, right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Avengers did as well? No, Avengers was no, Disney. Avengers, Avengers was, was like the first was, one that was, yeah, was Disney, first Marvel right. Studios. Mm-hmm. Got it, got it, got it. Um, um, Lucasfilm in 2012 for $4.06 billion. Again, a steal. Oh, yeah, great deal on that one. <laughs> and then 21st Century Fox in 2019 for 71.3 billion. That Remains seems to be the to be yeah. That seems to be the sticker deal <laughs> out there. But I mean, they acquired a lot with 21st Century right. Fox. Yes. Um, and then uh, the introduction of two Disney parks. There was Shanghai Disney Resort in 2005, or excuse me, Hong Kong Disney in 2005, and Shanghai Disney Resort in 2016. Wow. Yeah. And is a lot newer than I thought it was. Mm-hmm. Jeez. And I would also <laughs> probably say the other thing that he did as far as parks, he oversaw the the redo of uh, California Adventure. Yes, which, which desperately needed, needed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that was a misfire when it opened in two thousand one. It was built on the cheap and it showed. Yeah, yeah. It was no. Anyway, I don't want to get well, into California and, Adventure. And, but, and then you bring but in locals Galaxy's in California Edge. don't want to go to a yeah. park celebrating celebrating California. Yeah, right. Galaxy's, Galaxy's Edge. Mm-hmm. And then and Pandora. Yeah. Oh, Pandora is oh, so cool. It is. Yeah, that I've heard amazing of, things that about of passage. Pandora. That may be the. I haven't ridden Rise of the Resistance yet, but that Rise of Passage. Is the single coolest ride I've ever been on because you feel like you're flying on one of those dragons. I want to talk to you so much about it. Honestly, after the show. if you fly to passages, so you you are. I don't like Avatar that much. Mm-hmm. I love that ride. Yeah. I was giggling like a six year old. I was, was so incredible. excited. I'm like, <laughs> right? Like it's uh, it was great. So good. But um, I think Rise of the Resistance is technologically incredible. That's and it's heard. a really fun ride. I love it. Um. And I loved it even more being a Star Wars fan. I don't know. I don't know if it'll have the same effect as Flight of Passage has on people because I don't know anybody who's an avid Avatar yeah, fan. Right? I think that's right. the difference. Is mm-hmm. people are going to go in and be excited about Star Wars: Rise no of the Resistance what. because it's, it's Star, Star Wars. Wars. I mean, okay, Smuggler's Run, for example, Millennium Fal- mm-hmm. Falcon is fun because you're in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon, but right. it's not a great ride. I no. actually love it. Well, I love it too, but <laughs> with, look, like, with the you, right people, because yeah. we are like running it in the walls. And <laughs> yeah. the worst core I mean, it's cool because you can do a lot of different things and it is interactive and, and all of that. By but the way, did you hear that they short. unlocked an Easter egg? Yes. <laughs> the yeah. Chewy mode. Yes. What? I know. You can so get rid of, cool. uh, it was next right week, in front of us. And you can and you can play Chewy mode where Chewy I'm yells gonna at you the whole time. Week. I'm going to try it next week. We'll see so, if we can do it. You got to get not. all people I've got a lot of little kids and they're not going <laughs> to understand what I'm doing. <laughs> what am I doing, Dad? Like, what? <laughs> kids are the worst. Um, but he he also did a lot of <laughs> um, 
re-bringing back the, the Disney animation Yes, uh, with John Lasseter, bringing back that traditional, because there was a time when, especially when they purchased Pixar, people were like, oh, well, Disney animation is now dead. And they were like, no, yeah. that's a different part of the company and we're going to do different films. And they've created some fantastic films out of that. Princess and the Frog. I love um, that movie. Which, that's, a, that's another big thing too, like diversity, right? Yes. Under his range. Mm-hmm. Diversity has been fully brought mm-hmm. in. We've got, you know, Coco. We've yep. got oh. um, Coco is my favorite Pixar movie, hands down. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. Hands down. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> hands down. Uh, Toy Story, Bonnie. Yep. Uh huh. Um, yep. And her family, and then um, what else? Was well, there? now we're well, getting Black right. Panther, uh, Elemental. Yeah. When that when that well, comes in, out, in the Eternals that's coming out, we're going to have our first gay superhero. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and we already have our first gay superhero. But, they're just not out yet. Yes. First open, yes, yes. yes and true. also our first deaf superhero on screen. Yeah. It's yeah. also going to be in the Eternals. It's be yeah. Awesome. That's true. I did not know that. Yeah. Deaf news is usually a big deal in our house. So well, I, I, did, I did know that. I did know that. Why is that? Uh, we got three deaf was, I'm trying to think of the movies. Early 2000s was rough for Disney. Mm-hmm. It really was. Mm-hmm. They were. They were struggling. They were. I don't know. I don't know what they were trying to. What they were trying to become. They yeah, didn't it, know it, what it they was an interesting time, especially with the movies. You look at. We just had kind of the renaissance, right? Of Beauty and the Beast, Little Mermaid, Aladdin, Lion King, Hercules, Hercules, Pocahontas. And, and then they start kind of. <laughs> what? Ta- <laughs> then they kind of start. But it's so historically accurate. <laughs> they kind of start tapering off with like Pocahontas. I mean, there were still some good ones in there. Hunchback of Notre Dame was good, but it didn't feel like a Disney movie as much as. It- oh, you mean all that rape talk? Didn't, yeah, didn't it was seem weird. So family friendly. Like, yeah, it was a little bit weird. It- and then you've got like in the early 2000s, well, you've got Brother Bear. I was just going to say which- Brother Bear, Piglet's big movie, Jungle Book Two. Yeah, uh, uh, Return of the Neverland. Yes. Treasure Planet. I really um, like Treasure Planet. Treasure Planet is underrated. I like Treasure Planet. Atlantis, um, Home on the Range, which was not Oh, that is, good. I think, the worst Disney oh. animated movie Yeah, ever whenever made. I see it come up on a list, I'm like, oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah. <laughs> I know not nothing about, about it. About I saw it, again. it once. Chicken, Chicken Little. Chicken Little was... Bambi 2. Uh-huh. High School uh, Musical, anyone? Okay, you love High School Musical. No. <laughs> you love, and that's that's different. That's Disney Channel original movies. Okay, so but, sorry. Jeez. Now the only good one I think the best one in the bunch was Emperor's New Groove. Yes, okay, but Emperor's I think that New was two thousand. Yep. yep, it is exactly two thousand. Right? Yep, yep. Meet the Robinsons. I was ten. <laughs> I was eight. Doesn't matter. They, Go they, ahead. But they really started to turn around with Bolt, and which was just after yeah. Tiger came on board. Yep, because they completely they had a completely different movie. And they scrapped it and started over because he didn't think it was that good. Yep. And they had to rush to get that, that one done. Well, and when, when Iger took over in 2005, we'd had a few Pixar movies, not right. as many as we have now. But that relationship between Pixar and Disney had actually fallen apart. Oh, big time. And it looked like Pixar was going – there wasn't going there to be any more Disney talk. Pixar movies. Mm-hmm. Because Pixar had established themselves, they could go and do their own thing. They could have done whatever fine. they wanted. Yeah, right. people loved Pixar movies. Yeah. yeah, and Disney would have been 
but but he repaired that relationship a hundred percent and then ended up buying Pixar and mm-hmm. bringing them fully on board mm-hmm. for four billion seven million. Well, and then it's interesting because mm-hmm. when and I kind of mentioned this earlier when they brought Pixar on board, all the people in the animation department at Walt Disney were freaking out. We're going to lose our jobs, and he was like, "No, you guys are totally fine. We're going to put you in a different direction, and you're going to make your own movies." And he brought over a lot of the concepts and philosophies that Pixar had and brought that back over to Disney because and Pixar that's what Disney used to be mm-hmm. and they kind of lost that and then they reintroduced that back into the company so well and I think one of the things that he's done and you can see it in the movies is finding talented people to kind of take over yes. and run these different areas I mean you look at what Kevin Feige's done yeah. with Marvel mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he has just stepped out of the way and let him do it like right. you know Bob Iger's not in there like okay I need you to do that he's he knows he's got somebody talented, knows what they're doing, and he just lets them do it. Yeah. And and I would argue Kathleen Kennedy the same thing. She knows what she's doing with Star Wars. Other people may not like what she's doing with Star Wars, Sorry. but Colin. <laughs> I can see say face anything. Right now, <laughs> not gonna say a thing. <laughs> but but that idea of And who's who's uh, Jennifer Lee right now with Disney Animation? Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, who directed Frozen? Frozen. Yep. And Frozen Two, Frozen Two, Frozen two. <laughs> and was part of uh, she, writing Wreck It Ralph. Yes, and uh, help me, Rhonda. Come on. Uh, well, Tangled was she involved in Tangled? Break Ralph breaks the internet. Those are kind of the Disney movies that have come out. <laughs> there was there's another big one that Ralph I'm, breaks the internet just didn't work for me. But no, it, I love the original. Yeah. Zootopia was a lot of fun. I loved Zootopia. Yeah, Zootopia was good. Uh, But yeah, I don't think uh, Ralph Briggs the Internet is going to have the same cultural hold that. uh, But I will say, I freaking love the Disney princess scenes. Yeah, the Disney princess scene scene is fantastic. Yep. Uh, Oh, director. Okay, so she did. Oh, apparently. So the only movies she's technically directed are the Frozen ones, but I know she's been. She's written way more than that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, she's great. She's incredibly talented. Now she's she's head of Disney Animation, isn't she? Yes. And Pete Doctor. Pete Doctor is head of Pixar. Head of Pixar. Mm-hmm. So which Bob, is fantastic. Bob Iger. Yes. Pete Doctor's one. Th- that's a guy I want to meet in real life. Oh, he yeah. did. I mean, Inside Out. Up. Mm-hmm. Up. Mm-hmm. Which Up is Ever such a fantastic movie. <laughs> yeah, I've heard of it. All right. Case closed. Case closed. Case closed. <laughs> I just saw it for the first time. What? Like two months ago. Really? Really. That really surprises me. Wow. Gosh. It's one this of the is... only one I huh. I think at the time I was what? When did that come out? What year was that? That came out two thousand We have a Google machine seven. right here. Say eight, maybe. <laughs> I'm gonna say eight. Oh, I don't have an excuse then. Yeah. Never mind. Two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. I win. I win. Yeah. <laughs> Feels I good. got no excuse. I, I, yeah, I honestly don't know why you wouldn't want to see it. I, I mean, don't know. I, it made well, me cry in the first that's okay, five freaking minutes. Until like you two are years ago, I had not seen Miracle <laughs> on 34th Street. Which one? Like the original Miracle, yeah. Miracle on 34th Street? I had never Street? watched it until oh, a couple I've never years seen ago. the original one. So, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. I saw I've the one they made the in the 90s, but. Yeah. So it's okay. We forgive you. All right. Did you cry? Oh, Oh, that, first, that first ten <laughs> minutes, that, that is first a ten killer. minutes was oh. ridiculous. Yeah, it was horrible. All the that, feels, oh, I, the I, sad I, feels. I didn't know what to do with myself. Oh, 
and my wife had seen it before, didn't prep me. <laughs> and girl, she's just sitting there bawling already, and I'm like, what? What? what's coming? What's about what's to this is my <laughs> new favorite thing to, to do with Colin. We've got to find movies that he hasn't seen and not prep him for them at all. Like Miscogeniality 2. Jojo Rabbit. Such a good movie, and I uh, can't believe you guys haven't seen it. It's not a good movie, and that's why I haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, so, Mr. Rhode Island is a around. sweetheart. You guys, we're trying to talk about Bob. Bob Iger. Let's <laughs> talk about Bob. brought up a great point. Bob Iger seems to be a phenomenal um he's got a good nose for talent Mm -hmm. and putting people in position to make good stories because that's what disney is Mm -hmm. disney is the i would say ultimate storyteller i agree i don't think i mean by and large any company has told better stories or more memorable stories or more impactful stories than disney has Mm -hmm. yeah um and so seeing the way Bob, Bob, Mr. Iger, President President Bob Iger, was Robert Iger, uh, <laughs> just call him Bob. I, he's, it's Bobby, not like he's going to listen to this Bobby, episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, seeing the way he brings the people in to tell those stories, it's it's pretty it's pretty cool. He knows he knows he can't do it all, and he's not trying to. Yeah. Well, I, I will say, the live action films I haven't been that impressed with. That's that's the only bit of like movies that I haven't really been impressed with underneath his reign. So what would be so here's here's where I'm stuck. I'm trying to mm-hmm. rack my brain and think of what the live action films pirates. were. I mean there were pirates. Well it's Lone it's, Ranger. It's more so like okay, that was a Dumbo. Okay. Oh, okay, King. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So yeah. Lion King was a misfire for me. Dumbo was not great. Aladdin was surprisingly better than I thought it was going yeah, to be. Yeah, I I did like that one, and I think that's the only and Mulan one out of the looks rest. awesome. Mulan that looks one does good. look cool. It's rated PG thirteen. What? Violence, baby. One F word. One F word. One F word. Where is it going to be? <laughs> Taika's got some ideas. You Talk to him. He'll get it in there in the right spot. Off oh, Shang Yu. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Mushu's not in but, this. Otherwise, he he would have it. Yeah, so, it would oh, have to be Mushu uh, for sure. Especially but, if it was Eddie Murphy, it'd be perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He knows where to put it to. The F word. Well done. Yeah. Well done. All right. Um, it's interesting, though. Iger wanted to be a, a weatherman. That was his original career choice and did that in Ithaca, New York for like six months and then went. Maybe I I'll actually want to run a multi-billion dollar company. <laughs> That's Smart. what I want to do instead. There, I'm, I'm just guessing. I don't know what a weatherman makes, <laughs> but I'm guessing that CEO of Walt Disney Company makes a little bit more than the weatherman. They, if he meets Most all of his, us. if he meets all of his goals, uh, it was over the last four years. Um, he would have made four hundred twenty-three million dollars. Okay, so, so yeah, he's, he's, okay. he's well compensated. Yeah. Now, and I, I really like. Bob and I think he's done a great job for the Disney. The one black spot on his on his record to me is his handling of sexual inappropriateness. Okay, um, with the Me Too movement, it, it, they were very close with Weinstein. Disney was they did a lot with them with Miramax and stuff like that. Um, there's a lot of suggestions that Iger knew about the inappropriate things John Lasseter was doing. Yeah, and kind of let it go because. It was kind of a boys' club, and it was he's doing a good thing, and 
I just have so, a hard time when you use let it go in a Disney but, I know. I was biting my tongue. I, <laughs> I was, didn't even notice I said that. I was also going to say let you can't even go. say that with Harvey Weinstein that, that or Weinstein that the jury's still out on that because they're not. The jury has come back. And yeah. He was, and yeah. So that would be my one mark against him because there's a lot of evidence that shows that he knew some of this was going on. Well and it and it's and it is Again and again and again, right? Like, right. with with Weinstein, it wasn't a one with time John Lasseter, mm-hmm. with and and some would even argue with Johnny Depp. If there was yep. profit in a way, except to, for except for go ahead, Johnny Depp was not the abuser, right? No, they both were. Oh, he well, and Amber both were. Oh, well, then f those guys. They they both <laughs> just beat on each other. Yeah, but but there there is almost something to suggest that if there's a way. To continue to make money. Right. You will turn a blind eye to bad behavior. Yeah. And that's been a Hollywood staple since the beginning. I mean, but, that's been but it's kind interesting, of a, It's interesting that they've, you know, with the John Lasseter, a lot of that was swept under the rug. But then, and then he tweets from James Gunn from yeah. 10, 15 yeah. years prior surface. <laughs> or and, not 15 years. How old is Twitter? It's not that old. But uh, No, it was probably about that. Yeah, But, but they resurface that. and all of a sudden it's like he's off of Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Um, and even though he had owned up to those tweets years and years ago. and Right. So it's interesting where, you know. The favoritism there. I, I don't know if favoritism is the no, right word, I, but it's interesting that, yeah. the standards there. Yeah. Well, group, but compared to the now other. Now James Gunn's back, so. Yes, he is. I was in Burbank in uh, the recording studio of Walt Disney Studios. Nice. With Doc, their audio engineer. Sorry, I'm not trying to flex. I'm just. No, this is. walks in with a money gun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in and this is the room, and the man who recorded um, Robin Williams as the genie. Wow! Like this is a legendary recording studio. Yeah, we were in there just for a tour. One of the guys comes in and goes, "Doc, you're not gonna believe this." He's like, "Whoa!" whoa, whoa. Shows him his phone, and the news was that James Gunn was back on Guardians Three. And so then all of us on that tour, we were like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> can't see, but I threw the table all, over and yes. out the window. And I all of those really people strong. are never allowed to go back to the recording studio again. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, uh, no, but that, so that's, it was really cool Zach to be. picked up the microphone that Robin Williams recorded with and dropped it on the ground. and yeah. <laughs> It's encased in glass when you took it out. We actually, we did, we did get to see the, the mic that he used. That's really? Cool. Yeah, and they still use it. I mean, it's, right. it's, it's just, it's a microphone. It's been used by hundreds of people. Wait, yeah. they use microphones to record things? Uh, me or them? They. No, no, no. They they hand draw all the lines. <laughs> I do. All right. It was two D animation. Just checking to record. Man. Which made it really hard. Do you not understand how microphones work? <laughs> You've been in the podcasting biz for how long? What's this thing I'm holding? Oh my gosh. All right. So let's talk theme parks. What has Bob Iger done for theme parks? Huge things. Um, I'm a. Uh, it, it, I'm torn on this one because I'm not a big fan of his successor, Bob Chappick. Okay. Um, to me, Chappick was put over the Disney parks and he's done a lot of things that I don't agree with. Um, so, so while there was Galaxy's Edge. No, kidding. no, no. But but <laughs> Galaxy's Edge is a is a subdued version of what it should have been. Yeah. I mean, when when Iger went out on stage originally and announced this, they were talking about you were going to have way more entertainment. You were going to have like four rides in the park. It was going to be, 
this whole immersive experience. You were going to be able to like how you performed at the Millennium Falcon was going to influence how people treated you at the cantina and all this stuff. Yeah, there's supposed, supposed to be like aliens. bounty hunters right, that yeah, were yeah. supposed right. to follow you. Uh huh. And and Chappic pulled all that back off the table. And so mm-hmm. while it has been a good expansion and while they have done a lot of really good things. Mm-hmm. Uh, Still could have been better. It could have been better. Tomorrowland needs an update horrendously. Yeah, I don't know why they haven't done that in that, Disneyland. Right. To that be clear, I don't. I haven't seen Tomorrowland huge. in Disney World. Uh, it's. I mean, it's fine. It's yeah. similar. In Disney World's pretty similar. Yeah. They don't even have it in Paris. They do yeah. have the People Mover though. People Mover. <laughs> I love I, the People Mover man. I saw a video once where they mentioned that once or twice or five million times <laughs> that they were on the People Mover. Thanks for watching. <laughs> Really appreciate Thanks that. for liking, commenting, and subscribing. You know what time it is. Last time I uh, was on the People Mover in Orlando, it takes you through Space Mountain. Yeah. And uh, it broke down. So the lights were on. So I actually have video ah. of uh, Space Mountain with the oh, lights. Oh, cool. On. Nice. So, That's cool. Yeah. That's it's cool. not magical. No. It's just like scaffolding. You're like, oh. I'm glad where they leave the lights all off. Of the stars. Uh, <laughs> this is not cool. Um, but I think he's done a lot. A lot has happened in the parks positively. Yes, yes. Um, like you said, the revamp of California Adventure. I think was huge. So massive. necessary. California Adventure, like the first time I went, it was right after it opened. It was like, oh, this is cool. We're finally getting yep. a second park on the West Coast. Right? right. Getting that second gate on the West Coast was a big deal. And then you went and you're like, this is like Lagoon with a Mickey here and there. <laughs> I wish I would have saved – I wish I would have purchased the, the picture that you could have had as we got off Superstar Limo. Oh, my because gosh. Because the, the worst on our faces ever. like, yes. what did we just experience? I mean it was oh. such a such a mess. So bad. And then the last time that I went with my family, they were they were doing Cars Land and they had just announced they're going to be doing Buena Vista Street Wait, and so all uh-huh. this stuff. You haven't been to Cars Land yet? I, I have. Oh, okay. I went in October. The kids have. Took it. a little trip. We went. I, w- my work provided the opportunity to go to Disney Institute, which oh, is cool. cool. Which was awesome. Killer. Um, and I, so I had a, a, an opportunity to be in the park. And so I did get to see Cars Land, which is incredible. Buena Vista Street is incredible. Mm-hmm. I all love of that Buena is Vista such Street. a huge improvement for what the park was uh-huh and and what the it food is great. so much better yes oh i hate the food in dca but it's okay. better than it because used to be. i can't stop eating it man right okay <laughs> <laughs> like there you're is. going through and they always there's always different festivals so there's always these yes. different uh-huh. foods so you're like i guess i'll have another ten dollar meal <laughs> i only had six more this hour it's, so it's fine dude i could spend an I'm entire i could spend an entire afternoon sitting in the carthay circle uh restaurant just mm-hmm. in the lounge not mm-hmm. even in the upstairs restaurant and just ordering appetizers and listening to jazz versions of disney songs it's <laughs> well that the food in disneyland in general used to be a joke oh it was it really was it was yeah. awful mm-hmm. i remember so they've got the um I don't know what the restaurant is now in Disneyland, but it used to be Pinocchio's Village House. Oh, yeah. And now it's uh, uh, Beast, Gus, Gus, uh, yeah, Gaston's Tavern. Red Rose Tavern. Yeah, Red Rose Tavern. But it used to be Pinocchio's Village House, and you'd go there, and you'd get a hamburger, and it was like a school lunch hamburger uh-huh. that you just spent 15 bucks and on. And it's the and same it was hamburger ridiculous. you could get in Tomorrowland, yeah. the same mm-hmm. hamburger you could get on Main Street. And now you look at the menus, and you like, we're getting ready. 
My family's getting ready to go on a trip. That's why I've got a lot of Disneyland on my mind. Don't worry about it, Colin. It's fine. <laughs> and we've been looking at menus and we've been trying to plan out. And the food is just so tremendous compared to what oh, it used to be. Oh, the poutine at Red Rose Tavern oh, is so yes. good. Oh, yeah. I did not know there was poutine, but now oh, there is. Oh, because oh. I love poutine. Oh, and you got to try uh, the grace. It's hear, delicious. No, <laughs> there it is. You really, but really, though, it's very You really good. can't order yeah. the grace stuff. I know, and I've heard it is yeah. really delicious. Um, but the, they, they, they've introduced new flavors of Dole Whips. You can now get a mango pineapple Dole Whip mix. Depending um, on the time of year, there's different churros. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah. Churros. So the parks, the parks have really stepped up. But I mean, not talking about the stateside ones. What were the? He opened two parks, right? Yeah, Shanghai and, and Hong, Hong Kong. Kong. Was it was it the main one in Hong Kong, or was it? Is there? There's only, there's the only one. one in Hong Kong. There's not a second gate. Yeah, there. Just, okay. no, it's just yeah. the one. I yeah. think there's only one in Shanghai. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So, so the only the only Tokyo Sea, Tokyo Disney, Tokyo C. Disney, and then Tokyo Disney Sea, and yeah. then Paris has Disneyland Paris and Walt Disney Studios. Right. Yep. So, but but Shanghai and Hong Kong. I mean, that's making huge inroads mm-hmm. into the Asian market and into China. Absolutely. And it's interesting because now that we have the coronavirus outbreak and they've shut those two parks down, it's hurting Disney financially. I think they're set to lose like 175 million. Here's here's a weird thing that I didn't even think of. They're talking about how um, since people aren't working as much in the factories, the production on Disney pins is going to be dropping off dramatically. Uh, they're not going to be able to meet release wow. dates, and they're going to have to postpone certain things. And there's uh, a lot of companies hurting I mean, right now. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's so much production that comes it's out. Good time China. for Bob to step away. He's like, "Well, everything was great when I was in charge. I don't know what happened." Um, but I want to go to both of those parks. Oh, Shanghai is looks incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Shanghai Pirates of the Caribbean is supposed to be the greatest ride ever made. Period. Looks unbelievable yeah. they mix cgi screen or uh, a full screen with the animatronics and they make it feel like you're moving through space and space in terms of mm-hmm. water yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. space water you yeah. know space <laughs> not, not like outer Listen, space there's outer space and then there's but, just space space but all as right? the boat goes closer to the screen the view perspective is changing yeah That's, yeah um no buddy of mine before the coronavirus hit was just over there and uh-huh. he couldn't stop talking about it. Yeah. He said it was it changed the way he thinks about Disney rides. It was so yeah, Shanghai is supposed to have incredible, incredible rides like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um and I, I do hope things get back up and started again there. Mm-hmm. But because I mean I mean it's a lot of people's jobs. Absolutely. I mean Disney, mm-hmm. Shanghai and Hong Kong employs a lot of people. Thousands of people. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And so it would it would be great for those those things to be able to come back. Um, but those, like you said, were huge huge uh, intros into the into the Asian markets. Yeah, uh, I mean China is you can't ignore China. No, no, uh-uh. you just can't ignore no. China. And so it was really the NBA smart found that out. <laughs> <laughs> so, but they're even bringing a Galaxy's Edge out to Paris. Yes. Uh, they won't have Rise of the Resistance, I think. I think it's just uh, – uh, I think it's just the Millennium Falcon. But, they're, but they are getting Arendelle. But yes, they are getting oh, a whole that'll be cool. Arendelle. A whole Arendelle. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, and of course, the, everywhere except Orlando gets Marvel stuff. Yes. <laughs> so They can get Guardians of the Galaxy. Can they? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Universal has any hold on Guardians of the Galaxy. Hmm. 
Yeah, but I don't think they can I thought use it was the Marvel any name Marvel, anywhere. Yeah. Is it? Oh, well, I don't know. It's I, really I complicated. I thought it was no Marvel like, west of the Mississippi. East. Oh, shit. Well, depends on which yes, direction sorry. you're going. Because yes, yes, yes. if you're going to Tokyo, they're like, that's west of here. I'm like, uh, I flew this way. <laughs> the earth is a sphere. Anything can be east or west. It's fine. <laughs> but all the people at Universal Flat Earthers, they're like, actually. <laughs> that's not true. Their whole, their whole logo is a globe. They better yeah, not. I was going to say. <laughs> yes, Universal believes in a flat earth theory. It's true. That's so, why I'll never go on a Disney cruise. You don't know when it's just going to go right off the edge. That's how they get you. (laughs) I love that Colin has been so quiet for most of the episode, and that's his addition. That's where he's. Well, after you berated him about not knowing how to work a microphone. Yeah, seriously, my feelings were hurt. Okay, all right. Can't a guy just sit in the corner and cry? Case. I'm pulling out. I'm pulling out an oldie but a goodie. That's fair, Colin. Oh. Oh. All right. right. Well done. So, but I think overall, with what Bob Iger has done, I mean, you look at the returns on the things huge, that they bought. And then, huge. I mean, despite what you'll read on Twitter, Star Wars has actually been very profitable for Disney. Mm-hmm. Marvel has been very profitable for Disney. Um, Mar- Marvel's been extremely <laughs> profitable. Uh-huh. Yes. Are you kidding me? Well, no, but there, I've seen claims on Twitter. Yeah, Star Wars has lost money for Disney since they bought it. No, no, no it has no, not. No, not at no. all. It, so, uh, let's. I mean, just look at look at Marvel. It cost them four billion dollars. Yep. Yes. That's probably they've, ten times that now. They've definitely or made times that. four billion dollars back. Yeah. Oh, easily. Yeah. Easily. Um, I mean, just looking at the returns from movies, they've made probably well. And it's more interesting because when they back. when they first purchased Marvel, there was talk that because they always had the girls with princesses, mm-hmm. but now you had stuff for the boys. In Marvel and Star Wars, and I like the princess. I do too. <laughs> I do too. But and I've got you, three girls that love the. You don't Marvel need to be shy about Star it. Wars. It's okay. But, I but, like the princesses. There you go. <laughs> There's people working outside there, and there's some. They just looked over. Some of the princesses. <laughs> are, I like them too. Is there something wrong with that guy? <laughs> What's going is he on okay? Here? It say, it says that. Uh, while Tracy the exact net worth is not readily available, it's safe to say Marvel is worth more than $4 billion today. Oh, <laughs> easily. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, at that point, when they bought them, they were a comic book producer, and they had sold off Struggling their most one. profitable uh, X-Men, IPs, like X-Men, X-Men and, and Spider-Man. Yeah. Well, and obviously, as soon as you know the Baby Yoda merch is oh completely fully out, that's a billion dollars right there. <laughs> it's, it's true. Oh man, people cannot get enough of Baby Yoda. By the so if, if you want a really good uh, laugh, I can't remember the comedian's name, but he was one of the stormtroopers who punched Baby Yoda. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, Jason Sudeikis. Yes. No, it's the other. It's the other actor. Well, I don't know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, oh, Jason, he, no. he was on uh, uh, Seth Meyers' show, and he was talking about when he first hit the the baby. Like he, way like he hit the baby, and so then he's like, John Favreau came over and very calm took me took me aside, says he kind of tucked me into the nook of his Favreau, and said, nook uh, of his Favreau. That's what he calls him. Yeah, and so he goes, uh, that's a really expensive piece of equipment, so don't don't do that. <laughs> and he was like, <laughs> oh. Okay, sorry. So he's like, and then as soon as the episode hit, and everybody's like, those are the two worst stormtroopers in the history of Star Wars. He's like, yeah, I'm one of the most hated people on the production side because I actually literally punched the, the baby Yoda. But at least he, I hope he had an idea that he would be 
I going think into so. it. You yeah. know, it's not yeah, like yeah. Jar Jar who right. thought he was. <laughs> um, this is going to be beloved. But speaking of the Mandalorian, uh-huh. we haven't talked about Disney Plus. Oh, absolutely. Which was this huge thing, right? Yeah. They were going to release the streaming service. There were a lot of people that were like, it's going to be awful. And then the mm-hmm. first day there were struggles because everybody was trying to get on. Uh-huh. Right. But since then. It took me an hour to log in. Boo-hoo. Yeah. <laughs> Read a book. I mean, well, it's like you literally just launched this huge platform uh-huh. that's worldwide. Right. There is no way that you, you could can test possibly that. QA test any of that. Nope. Like you, you can't even come close, especially when just you're let y'all know. To Colin's a tech guy. Secret. Homeboy knows. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little bit. <laughs> a little slight black. Let me drop some but, knowledge on you. But I think that people that were so frustrated with it, it speaks volumes about what we've come to expect from Disney. Yeah. Because you always expect things at Disney to be great well, and perfect and wonderful. That's and, why I got into running at Disney. Because I'm like, if I'm going to do a half marathon, I'm doing it because Disney's going to do it right. Yeah. It's that same thing. Yeah. yeah. And But once, they, once we got through the first day, oh. Disney Plus has been great. It's a treasure yeah. trove. I mean, if you like so Disney movies and there. Disney content, there's a ton of stuff on there. And if you like the superhero films, if you like the cartoons, I love that I can watch the old X-Men cartoon that right. I grew up watching in the 90s and, and things like that. And it's been a huge success for them. Gargoyles? Gargoyles. Yes. <laughs> Darkwing Duck. Darkwing Duck is another Not classic. I mean, Rescue Rangers. All of those are on there. And Well, then you've got the older Disney films that used to be in the vault all the time. So yeah. you've got Cinderella. You've got Sleeping Beauty. You've got... Darby O'Gill and the Little Darby People. Darby O'Gill and the Little People. <laughs> High five. We're going into March. Young like, it's Sean a great, Connery. It's one of the we best St. Patrick's movies, Day movies, movies ever. Movies that make us should do a Darby O'Gill and the Little People. I'm down with that. Well, Not a solo got... droids does it first. Oh, <laughs> It's Funny a race. Ones. Our episodes drop on Mondays. When does yours oh. drop? Well, kind of lately, whenever we want. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> All right. I said yeah, the loud part quiet, quiet like part like Jeff, uh, the world of uh, Jeff Goldblum. Yep. Like, yes. Uh, was... High School Musical, the musical. <laughs> the series. <laughs> the series. <laughs> the other one that I love is Pixar in real life. Yeah. It's an interesting one. It's an interesting one. It's a fun one. Well, and, and then, then we've got all the Marvel stuff coming out. Yeah. We've got monsters at work. Star Wars. The Imagineering story. The Imagineering is a story. Great documentary yep. series. Mm-hmm. I love it. Which, if you want to learn more about Bob Iger, watch. Yeah, it's movie. a great one. <laughs> or a Day in the Life is another or one that highlights yes. Bob Iger. Yeah, it's, yeah. But but Disney Plus has been such a huge success. Um, I don't know that everybody's canceling Netflix. I think a lot of people are living in a world, but where they're doing both. But, but I think you know Disney what? Plus is a key piece to push people toward cutting the cable. A hundred percent. Plus, it's hurting the, those guys who aren't out there already love it hbo's trying to get into the game nbc's trying to get into the game really yeah. good luck uh-huh yeah and NBC's it's like, gonna be a tough sell mm-hmm. uh, but, but we the, have the office the peacock yeah yeah but that's all they get <laughs> exactly and and if you're and, and that's the one thing i think Iger was really good at is seeing where the market was going and moving the ship in that direction well, and, they, and i think he could look at something like streaming and say look we've got the content that right. we can put out there right yeah why are we licensing people... to netflix when we can do it ourselves right this entire vault that we have just sitting here. right well, and i love it we're you know we i don't know if i've mentioned it on the show yet but we're going to disneyland next week and... <gasps> what <laughs> wait who yeah my, my family and i were actually going. no way <laughs> but like to disneyland kids... yes it's going to be exciting i'm wow. so excited in Anaheim? I mean, That's the one. Wow. That's I mean, it'd be one. cooler if you're going to Disney World, but whatever. 
I mean, this is coming from Park the guy. Hopper passes? It, you know it. Wow. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> Are you guys going to get photos? Do you do Max Pass? Do you even Max Pass, bro? Uh we are thinking about Max Pass. You but should do it. Are you going to get autograph books? <laughs> Probably. <Wow>. <laughs> but <laughs> Are you going to get the new flavor Dole Whips? You, how do I turn his wow. mind off? You, you deal with this. There's this little <laughs> dial. <laughs> <laughs> but but we're gonna go on these rides like Pinocchio, like you're gonna go on Pinocchio, Peter Pan. Wow! <laughs> and my kids are gonna know those stories now yeah. because of yeah. Disney Plus. Yeah. You know, and those that are, is really cool. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. So it's it's kind of fun. Hey, get in line for Peter Pan's flight early. I know. I hate that it's always so crowded because yeah. it's so effing good. It's I so know, good, but it is great. And yeah, the, and it just it loads so slow. Oh, it's it's a <laughs> terribly inefficient loader. You are correct about. I that. love what they've redone with Alice in Wonderland. The new version of that mm-hmm. is spectacular. Hey, so good. What's your least favorite ride at Disneyland? Uh, just real quick. I just I'm just curious. Probably Snow White's Scary Adventure. Well, good thing it's getting a it's getting a after. I just love that. There's the, the dwarves are getting threatened of being smashed by a rock, and then they all lived happily ever after. <laughs> You're like, oh, oh, that's fine. They're fine. They're fine. I don't know there. what happened. Yeah. They're fine. <laughs> Because uh, they ran out of room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is exactly what happened. Call Le- least favorite ride? Whatever has a loop in it. Yeah, you hate Incredicoaster. I cannot. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Anything with a loop, I can't do. I will. I, I just. I went on Incredicoaster. I just. I, I've, I have a fear of heights. Uh, I'm afraid I'm going to you did Guardians, though, fall right? straight out. You did Guardians. Well, well yeah, but Guardians is different. It's not it really different. like. A roller coaster, roller coaster. My, right? Mine's probably the Mad Tea Party, just because I look at it and it <laughs> oh, makes me sick. Like I can't do the circles, and um, that's just a lot of circles it. on uh, circles. My least favorite is Pinocchio. It just does nothing for me. Mm. Yeah, I mean mm. Pinocchio's not even tobacco one of my favorite roll. Yeah, tobacco <laughs> roll. Oh, now I love it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> totally changed it. Totally changed my perspective. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Like the dark rides. In Fantasyland are obviously geared toward kids, but especially when they're based on the older properties right. where it's like, okay. Yeah. Oh, so my my uh, former boss took her child to Disney and they went on Peter Pan and they loved it. So then when Disney Plus came out, she put on Peter Pan for mm-hmm. the kids and then the kids started singing, we're going to fight the engines, the engines. And my boss was like, Okay. We- <laughs> Could have been what makes a red man red, which is yeah, another great Disney classic song. When are they going to put on Song of the South? <laughs> they did. It's called Splash Mountain. Oh, oh my gosh. No, I mean, and the, on the, on the on Disney, Disney Plus. Plus. They really movie. should. I mean, they and, and this is what kills me, is they've released a lot of their World War II propaganda stuff that they did, mm-hmm. which is on insanely racist. Uh, I'm not sure, but it's, on, it's available to buy. Um, both his shorts and on. Um, I some love their, racist shorts. Some of their collections. Well, and did they have Donald to come Duck out with Nazi something? Land is com- yeah. There's a warning on the, yeah. on the yeah. beginning mm-hmm. of Which I Dumbo. Is, and they did Dumbo, that. Peter Pan, where it says, you know, this is depicting. Whatever. And they did this that in front John, of these shorts, and they basically era. had the guy saying, uh, "I can't remember who it was. It's one of the famous movie critics, but he's like, this was a different time, and this was." how things were done and so we're not excusing it but we feel like historically this is a representation of the company and 
were releasing it. And I was I applauded them for that. So it kills me that they haven't done it, it is surprising that song they haven't of the song, done Song of the South. I don't know that we'll ever see it though. I'm I right. don't think so. I mean it's not so I've seen it. My <gasps> my grandma had a bootleg copy because oh, it, it was her favorite wow. movie. Oh grandma. <laughs> oh but my so she had a completely takeaway, different takeaway from that movie. Yeah. So like, I think this is great. This is how I remember it. This is the good old days. Different generation. Uh, so Bob Iger yeah. um, has done an incredible job with Disney yeah. over the past 15 years. And I'm oh, sure yeah. I'm sure probably tired. Yeah, I mean, look at look at the things he's been the able to accomplish. Responsibilities, and I, yeah, I can't I can't just throw it all on his shoulders. Obviously, with right. a multi billion dollar company like this, he's but he hired the right people, perfect people. Well, yeah. and, and he understood their vision. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that's one thing when you look at two thousand five. Disney's trying to figure out who they are. When you're looking at them now in twenty twenty, they know who they are, right? And uh, they have a strong sense of identity, and they make family entertainment. That's what they do, and they've gotten back to those roots and in a, in a good, strong way. And I think that he's set a good foundation. You know, he's stepping down as CEO, but he's going to stay on as an executive right. for so the next 24 months. Yeah. Right. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so he's got – which I think is great. You've got a succession plan, right? You right. know who's stepping into CEO, but you're going to help him and mentor him, him along him the way. That role. Do you yeah. think he'll take vacations at Disneyland? I think he actually has a – Big love Iger, for the company. Iger has I think been he known will. to go to the parks. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think he would. Yeah, um, I don't know that Mike Eisner does. I would doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> like you can't, I can't let you in here. So <laughs> he did not have a good relationship with the no. parks. So you guys brought up something very interesting: is that Disney's identity from 2005 to now has become a lot more solid, mm-hmm. um, and I'd say a lot more in line with what Walt created way back when Mm -hmm. yep so the big question is now do you think there's going to be um another bout of confusion of identity crisis for the company moving forward i I don't know or do you think it's going to be if it ain't i I think if it's not broke don't fix it but it's it's more it's more than just like keeping the status quo they've got to be looking forward and saying how are how are stories changing and evolving because we tell stories yeah. differently now than we did 50 yeah. years ago right i well, think we're well, a I would lot hope less racist what what <laughs> what the new true what the new ceo is going to come through and 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 see you know during the next 24 months when he has all this time with bob eigner uh is how he's operated how he's seen the company how he's trended and hopefully be able to take those things and help build the franchise to that next level. So I think I think a couple of the challenges that they're going to face uh, with movies, for example, you're at a critical point with two of your big tentpole franchises. Yes. Right? Dumbo. <coughs> clearly clearly <laughs> Dumbo. And the Mickey Mouse shorts. Absolutely. No, but with, with Marvel, you've just finished up the Infinity Saga. Where do you go from here, and what are the next steps? That is and, a big question. And then Star Wars, you just wrapped up the last trilogy yeah. of the Skywalker saga. Yeah. Where do you go from here? I mean, they just made their major announcement about Project Luminous yep. and the High Republic and all of that, but that's all books and comics. What about the films? What about the movies? What's the next step there? Well, I think, I think those things will come. I think they're starting off in this lower form of media to kind of branch out the stories well, and sure. get more things going since, you know, Freaking 
Disney decided to <laughs> cut off the whole EU, but you know, I'm not mad about that. But but looking at that, yes, you are. <laughs> I'm just going to keep going because looking at that, there is a lot of potential for them to fall into a place of confusion yeah. because where do we go from here? What do we do? What's our next step? If they don't have a good direction, and I think Kevin Feige is going to take them in a good direction. I think yeah. that they'll be fine with Marvel. Favreau and Kennedy are going to be fine with Star Wars. And, and that's our hope. But but we are at a critical point with those franchises. Yeah. And I think the company as a whole you know, could find themselves in that position. So I hope we don't fall into I another hope state don't. of confusion and where do we go and what do we do. Yeah. But I think the potential I, the, is there. The, the footing is so solid though. It, it's going to be hard to screw it up in my opinion. Like he's laid a lot of the groundwork where I'd be more impressed if he were able to screw it up. It's like, wow. <laughs> well, I mean, go, as, as long as he lets Other Bob, Kevin Bob. Feige be Kevin Feige. Yep. Wearing keep, his hat and press keep conferences. Going through. Yep. Then there's, I don't, I don't see there being an issue. There. Yeah. And I hope not. I'm just saying, I think that it's a fair a little question. Black no, I'm not. I think I think I I'm just saying I like Zach's question because I think it is a good, solid, valid question. Zach had a good question? Finally. Wow. Yeah. Oh so the next hopefully good question is we'll see. Um, because I think with a company this big you can't just maintain, right? There's no, you've got to go moving forward. So what what do you guys want to see as the next big step for Disney? I mean, 15 years ago, if you would have told me they're going to start making superhero movies, I'd be like, mm, I don't know. And now that's mainstream. That's exactly. Yeah. yeah. So what What do you guys want to see next? After After what Bob Iger has helped build uh, with his legacy, what, what do you want to see the Disney company, Walt Disney Company do next? I have already seen part of it with uh, The Void. Have you experienced The Void? I have not experienced The Void, but it, uh, uh, the it's virtual incredible. reality. Oh, it's- have you done it? Yeah. Where, what did you do? So cool. Uh, Downtown Disney? Not when I went with you, but the time before that. What? Yeah. But I'm interested to see. So that means he knew how amazing it was and he didn't want to share it with you. Wow. I, I, mean, I mean, we didn't have time for it. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, were, we were pretty go, 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 go. But, but I like what they've done with like the Oculus and the Vader Immortal. That's okay. gotten mm-hmm. great yeah. reviews. I haven't played it, but I've heard incredible things. And I think there's such an interesting um, way that you can Im- do immersive storytelling through virtual reality. Mm-hmm. That I think is going to be very yeah. interesting to see. I mean, just just the and, and so people know kind of what the, the void, void is. is. I mean, it's you walk in and you're you're given these systems that you put on your back. Mm-hmm. You've got your goggles on, and you just start walking. As you're seeing everything appear on your goggles and everything that you reach out and touch is, is actually real. something. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have like switches on the walls and buttons and you can actually push those. The, the Star Wars version, there's this R2-D2 unit and a K2SO. Yep. I think there's an so Avengers version There is an now. Avengers yeah. that just came out. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and and here in Utah, there's actually – Their uh, headquarters are Their here. headquarters are here. They've they've got an area where you can actually go in and and go through one of these too. It's yeah, been closed here in Utah they, for a minute. They yeah. they are and they have announced that they're not having any official plans on opening anytime soon, <sighs> which sucks. Sucks. Freaking blows. But yeah. um, they had but, the but Ghostbusters the for a really long time yep. down there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's but just in the Secrets so of the Empire, cool you're like a you you go undercover as a stormtrooper, 
and your hands and your feet, your body looks like stormtrooper armor and the other people in the group all look like storm. It's crazy. Yeah. And, and I mean, it's to the point where if there's air blowing out somewhere, right. like you're feeling, you're it, feeling you're the heat it. and the, yeah. Mm-hmm. The temperature's changing as you're going through And they have different textures and... under your feet. So when you're walking across a gang gangplank, there's metal grating underneath your feet and it's so immersive. It's yeah. very cool. It's it's incredible to to not only just I mean, be in Star Wars, right? right? Like holy crap, I'm in Star Wars. This is what I've wanted. And, <laughs> at the, at and the then, very end, you know, of that, they have Galaxy's Edge right after that too. Yeah, yeah, at the very end of that, when a certain character shows up, I lost uh-huh. my bleep. Insane. I was like, oh my gosh! I can't believe, I can't believe this. They got Queen Amidala. <laughs> Jar Jar's here. What? <laughs> so, so both of you, it sounds like, would like to see more immersive storytelling, specifically on like the virtual reality front. I think totally. that would be fascinating. Um, mm-hmm. For me, Disney, as much as I love them, uh, they just raised their prices again yep. at mm-hmm. Disneyland, yep. and it's making it harder and harder for families to be able to enjoy that. Yeah. Yep. And that's our new CEO, Bob Chapek. Well, stop that, Bob. <laughs> um, I would like to Attendance see... was down this year. Let's raise prices. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway. I would like to see um, the magic of Disney start being a little bit more accessible to, yes, to people. And I know, it's, I know it's hard. It's a balance. Because if, you, if tickets were 50 bucks a pop, the, the lines at Disney would be all day, every yeah. day, oh, yeah. four hours for, long. Yeah, yeah, for Disneyland, they they use it as ca- crowd control and right, right. Sure, I I get the science and the numbers behind it. Kind of, I don't math is hard. Math is hard, <laughs> but but yeah, it is getting to the point where I don't know when we'll be able to go to again as a family. We're right. doing it, and, and it's expensive. Yeah, yeah, you have especially. Six I was going to yeah. say when you got. And it's expensive as an individual. Now, right? now, my GoFundMe is live. No, I'm <laughs> yeah, so it's. I mean, it's. So I would like. I don't know. I don't know what that entails. Um, but I, I just. I would like to see some kind of accessibility for for everyone to be able to enjoy Disney because I go. I go way more than any one person should. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know there's some people who scrimp and save their entire lives to go once. To go once. Yeah. Go once. yeah. Well, and, and they well, love when it. me and Zach went together. Our our buddy Justin had never been. Was it, it, yeah, was, it for, was it for Sweethearts Night when you guys went? Yeah, soulmate, no. soulmate nights. <laughs> you cheated on me, Colin. Sorry. Uh, what? <laughs> well, this just got really awkward, guys. I uh, hope you've enjoyed the show. <laughs> See you later. Well, that's all the time we have. So, I mean that. But I mean that. I mean, going with virtual reality. I mean, that could that could be a part of it. You almost bring like the magic of the parks to you oh, in no, a Ready Player One it, style. Yeah, yeah they have they have the technology in Orlando with the Marvel or the, the Universal where you can actually wear goggles on the roller coaster, and you're seeing something else, a whole yeah. different thing. Yeah, <laughs> two levels of sick. So yeah. Can you imagine doing a loop de loop in virtual reality and in reality? You know, I honestly, I honestly think it wouldn't affect him oh as much in virtual reality. Probably not. No, it would. You hundred percent would. No, I think you'd be fine. I nope. think you'd be fine because I would be feel totally my body. I I wouldn't be able to see what I'm doing. I it's just. It, I think there's only one way work. to find out. Nope. We're gonna have to do it. Nope. We'll call it on a loop de loop. Oh my gosh. All right. So I, I think overall we can agree Bob Iger has done a great job with Tremendous, Disney. Tremendous, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think his tenure is going to be remembered fondly. Um, What's he going to do next? 
Yeah, that's a good question. Retire, dude. Take He's a break. He's going to Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> Bob Iger, now that you... <laughs> uh, I guess we're going to Disney World. It'll be fun. Now that you're the third uh, highest paid CEO in the world, what are you going to do next? I'm going to Disney World. But I, I think we'll remember his time fondly. I hope that the next... That his successor does a great job as well, and that Disney continues to innovate. I yep. would, I agree with you, Zach. I would like to see it become more accessible for everyone. Yep. I love the idea of virtual reality, uh, but they'll always come up with something. I oh. think to to innovate and to push things forward. For sure, um, that's kind of been what they've done all throughout their history. Well, what do you tell us? What you think about Disney, Bob Iger? What your thoughts are with him retiring? Uh, what are you your can, thoughts about Jake going to Disneyland? Are you going to Disneyland? <laughs> I, wow. I don't know if I've mentioned that. <laughs> Thanks, Tracy. Uh, and if they want to send that feedback, we call Colin, that a running gag. <laughs> but uh, if they want to send that feedback, Colin, where do they send that again? Feedback at StolenDroids.com. That's right. Come on, <laughs> it's not that hard. <laughs> they can find us on Facebook, Twitter, or you know all the places. So at StolenDroids, TikTok. At StolenDroids, and no, we're not on TikTok yet. Oh, we no. should though. We're, These we're two, not in with the Zoomers Colin and yet. Zach could do some TikTok stuff that would be amazing. <laughs> We'd be TikToking on the clocking. What? Did you just rap? I, yeah, I, that's, I that's, that's as far as I can go. <laughs> then, yeah, he did. Wow. They All right. They don't call me Farm Dog for nothing. They don't call you that. <laughs> <laughs> they, don't, they don't call you that for anything. They call him Farm Dog because he loves running around sheep. I, He's like, hey guys, get it! Uh, I uh, mean, it's part of my Snapchat handle, so it's a thing, week, okay? Jake? Every week, well, it's it, it, to varying degrees of success. <laughs> wow! All right, well, thank you for listening. That's our show. We're nice. Bye. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Did you? I am. Wow! <laughs> This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.